You know, a lot of people seem to be bothered by this coronavirus still. We've been dealing with this thing for way too long now, and it still scares a lot of people. Um, I understand how it can scare people. I just have to remind them that the Lord is in control all the time. The Lord doesn't take a break from being in control. He never gives up his seat. He knew this virus was coming. He knows when it'll end. And he knows the plan for your life. He knows what you're going to do with your life and in your life. Now, he doesn't, isn't going to magically take control of your body and make you do something you don't want to do. But he'll encourage you to do it. He will discourage you from doing the wrong things. Uh, that's where conviction comes in and the Holy Ghost of God. The Holy Ghost of God that lives inside of us after we got saved that is how the Lord tells us to stay away from things because the Holy Spirit is sitting there, hey, don't do that, hey, don't do that, hey, you should probably do this, hey, stay away from those people, they're not, they're not what you need, who you need to be around, you know. Uh, but a lot of people get caught up in the, uh, the fact of this coronavirus or COVID-19, however you want to label this, this uh, pandemic that we're in, which is, um, people are just scared of it just downright afraid of it. And these vaccines that they're coming out with though, be careful with them. It seems to be way too rushed. And if you read, there are negative side effects to them. And one of the, um, I, I believe it's the Pfizer vaccine, it causes infertility in women. So before you go and rush and get this great wonderful vaccine that hasn't really been tested or proved, uh, why don't you read up some of the symptoms and make make a uh, a very informed decision about what you're taking. Now, I'm not saying vaccines are bad, but when they're this rushed, we're people. We're gonna make mistakes, so be careful. Be very very careful, because in the end, you are the one that decides whether you get it or not. The and if the government starts mandating them, I don't know. That's a whole different story. You know, it seems to me that everything that's happening in the world today <clears throat> is just setting the stage better and better for the return of Christ. You know, when Jesus was, uh, before he was crucified and he was at the, uh, the, uh, feast, the, pa the Passover feast, he told them that he would be betrayed. He knew it. So he knew exactly what was going to happen, when it was going to happen, and he knew who, who, he, who was going to do what. Not that he forced them to betray him. Because Jesus did not force Judas Issachar to betray him. That was Judas's idea all on his own. But the Lord knew it. So if the Lord knew that he was going to be betrayed and by who, he knows who's going to get sick and who's, who he's going to call home. Now, ever since I was a, a child, I've heard that you are invincible until God calls you home. And when you think about it, that statement is absolutely true. Because if the Lord's not done with you, you're not leaving this earth. Because the Lord has promised us many promises in the Bible. And one is that the earth will not pass away until He says. And two, if you trust in Him, you're, when, when, we, when we leave this earthly plane and we leave our physical bodies, we're going to have eternal life with Him. So, what I'm not understanding about this virus, especially with Christians, is 
one, the Lord is in control all the time. He never takes a break from it. He never stops. And he loves you. So whether he calls you home or he doesn't call you home, you're a winner either way. Because if you get called home by this virus, and that's what the Lord uses to get to get to to bring you home, then you get to spend eternity with Christ. And if you don't, you got victory over the virus because the Lord protected you from it. So either way you look at death, and this is one one of the ways I've always looked at it, is you know, we all are going to die a physical death. You can't get out of it. The only way you will not die a physical death is if you are in the rapture. Now, we don't know when the rapture is going to be. And I'm not going to sit here and try to put a date on it like so many do. But the only people that will not die a physical death are the ones that are called, called away and meet Jesus in the, in the sky. And it, does, and it says that those people will not taste a death that they will be transformed in a blink of an eye. So that tells me that their bodies will leave this, this earth into, and start ascending into the sky where Jesus is, and their bodies will be changed instantly. So they will never taste of death. But here's the thing about death. If you really think about it, it happens so fast, do you really taste of it? I mean, in some cases you can see it coming, and quickly. But is it really, is it really that, that big of a deal to worry about? Because if, if you're a born-again Christian, who cares if you die? Like, then I, I'm not saying that who, like, who, who cares, you're, you're nobody. I mean, wh why should you worry about your death? Because when, when, when you die a phys this physical death, like we are all going to, except for those in the rapture, you get to be with the Lord because the Bible tells us to be absent from the body is present with the Lord. And isn't that kind of the whole point of being a Christian so that way there we can be with the Lord for eternity? So I'm not a, I, I just don't understand the, the, the fear that comes with dying because, I mean, I, I, just, I just don't get it. Uh, but there is one thing I will tell you because the Bible tells us pretty plainly and uh, G Jesus actually tells us it. In uh, Luke chapter 21 and in verse 11, he's talking about the end times. And he says in, chapter, in verse 11, And great earthquakes shall be in divers places, and famines and pestilence and fearful sights, and great signs shall there be from, from heaven. But before all these, they shall lay their hands on you and persecute you, delivering you up to the synagogues and into prisons, being brought before kings and rulers for my name's sake, and it shall turn to you for a testimony. Settle it therefore in your hearts not to meditate before what ye shall answer, for I will give you a mouth and wisdom which all your adversaries shall not be able to gainsay or resist. And ye shall be betrayed by both parents and brethren and kinfolks, and friends, and some of you shall they cause to be put to death. And ye shall be hated of all men for my name's sake. But there shall not, but there shall not an hair on, of your head perish. In your patience possess ye your souls. 
So that so that's from verse eleven all the way down to verse nineteen. So even if this virus doesn't take you, and we see the way the world's going, there go, the 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 stage is getting set. The mark of the beast is right around the corner, in my opinion. And when the mark of the beast steps out on the scene, and people start having to get chips in their right hands and in their foreheads, if you if you reject that idea. Because I have a strong feeling, now it just may be me, but I have a feeling they're going to try to use COVID. They're going to try to use, well, actually not COVID exactly, but they're going to try to use sickness as a reason why you need the mark of the beast. They're going to use finances as a reason why you need mark of the beast. They're going to use everything they can think of as a valid reason for you to get a microchip in your right hand and in your forehead. And here's, and here's the thing about the microchips that they are making. They have spent thousands upon thousands of dollars creating these things. And in Europe, some people have willingly gotten them already. And I'm sure there's more out there that I haven't researched. But if you, if you, th if you read, the only places they can put it in your body is in your right hand or in your forehead. Because that's the strongest electrical current in the human body. And it took them years of developing and years of research to tell us what the Bible's already told us. So, guys, if, if COVID does not take your life, and there's a 99.97% survival rate on this pandemic virus that we're dealing with right now, in the scheme, the grand scheme of the numbers, that's a very small percentage. And yes, some people will die from it. But people die from the flu every year. People die from... There's more people dying from starvation than there are from this COVID. So can we get over the fear of it? Because it's driving me up a wall. And now I know some people have taken their masks off and refused to wear their masks. Good for you. I, I only wear a mask when I am asked to wear one. And I wear it very loosely. So it doesn't really do a whole lot, but... The Bible does say, try to be all things to all men, so I try to settle, settle, or at least make it seem like, okay, I'll listen. But then again, at the same time, I'm not going to let your fear control my actions, because I'm not afraid of the virus. I could care less if I wear a mask. I, I'd rather not, because let's be honest, they suck and they're hot and if you have glasses they fog up your glasses it's just a very annoying thing and i really just don't like them um, i think they should all be thrown in the trash because if masks work so well then how come the cdc wear a airtight proof suit when they deal with viruses whenever if you think about it if if masks were so fantastic when there's mold black mold and it's actually it's technical name is sticky botcher mold that can get in your lungs and kill you um, that is a spores and you can't see them either but if these masks work so well how come those those professionals who wear those suits to protect their lungs have to wear a suit like that because the spores the, because the spores are too small so if the spores are too small and I'm sure viruses are smaller than that this mask isn't really protecting a whole lot. It's just giving you a false sense of security. It's giving you a false sense of hope. But 
I know where you can find true security, and I know where you can find true hope. Open your dang Bibles. Get your head out of the media. Get your head out of Facebook, and get your face back in the Bible. Start reading what the Bible says, because this is nonsense. This is absolutely ridiculous. And I am frustrated and fed up with it. I am fed up with all this fear-mongering that's going on in this, the world right now. A few years ago, we had, oh my God, we're going to be blown up by a terrorist. And then, oh no, Kim Jong-un, he's going to destroy the world. I'm tired of all these doomsdays every few years. And you know, the Bible tells us there's going to be wars and rumors of wars, which tells me we're already seeing that. We're seeing this, this pandemic that is not really that bad. I don't see people dropping the street because they're just dying from COVID that fast. If it was really a problem, we'd be seeing a real big problem. But, you know, also I read these vaccines that they're coming out with. And, um, oh, I forget what country it was now because I don't have it right in front of me. But the, everybody that took the vaccine tested positive for HIV. There is some wicked things going on in this world. Do not be led astray. Here's my thought on it. The Lord can save your soul from hell. He can protect you from this virus. Plain and simple. He can protect you from everything. But you know what? You have to stop trying to carry the burden yourself and you have to give it to the Lord. Because the longer you hold on to it, the Lord's not going to take it from you until you give it to him because he's too much of a gentleman. He's going to let you make your own decision. That's why he gave you free will. So if you want to try to carry this on your own, don't. Because the Lord will carry it for you. You just have to be smart enough to give it to him. And this whole the government control that we're seeing, it's about to get a lot worse. And if Joe Biden does get into office, which it looks like he's going to be, Fasten your seatbelts, guys, because it's about to get a lot rougher. He wants to silence everything. He wants to close down churches. And I have a feeling that if he does get in, the Lord will use him to bring to help set the stage for the return of Christ. Now, it does say there's going to be some treacherous times before the Lord comes. And pe people are going to die from the fear of the sights they see. And you better believe that God is not lying to us. Jesus would not does not sugarcoat nothing. He tells it to you the way it is. Now he may not he may tell it to you in a parable and he may make you think about it because you know a thinking servant is a is a better servant. And it's the same thing in the military. Uh, a thinking private is a better private. And for those that don't know a private is the lowest ranking um, enlisted personnel you can that everybody starts off at. But a person who thinks is always better than some some dum-dum that just follows along and goes with the crowd because the road to hell is very broad and very wide. The road to heaven is called the straight and narrow for a reason. It's not because it's easy. It's not because it's it's always the the thing that's most in fashion and it's always and and it's it seems to be the thing that's most rejected. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, when the Lord comes back, there will be total separation from man and God. Jesus will come and take his children and go home and wait a little while longer for the tribulation. And during the tribulation, it will be total separation from man and God. We will not have the Holy Spirit here to help guide us. And for those people that get saved in those times... 
they're going to have to have some grit about themselves because it's going to it's going to be rough. It's going to be the worst thing that you've ever seen. It's going to be the worst thing this world has ever seen. Um and this this whole it's 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 crazy, guys. Everything is crazy right now. And the, everybody's trying to pass it off as, oh, this is the new normal. No, don't get used to this. Because they're trying to take everything away from you. They're trying to take full control over what you can see, what you can say, what you can hear, what you can't hear. I'm sorry, but this is the land of the free and the home of the brave. This is not Russia or China or North Korea where you've got to do what you're told when you're told and how you're told to do it. Because if that's the case, count me out. I don't want to be here no more. Even so, Lord Jesus, come. Because this is frustrating. And it's tiring. And the, the fact that more and more people seem to be heading the world's direction instead of getting in their Bibles. Well, get back in your Bibles. Because your Bible is not going to tell you a lie. The media will. Facebook will lie to you. Facebook will tell you what you want to hear. And there are some preachers out there that will tell you what you want to hear. Well, here's what I'm going to tell you right now. If that preacher has a silver tongue and only preaches prosperity, 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 and never telling you when you're wrong, you probably shouldn't be listening to him. Because here's the thing. You are wrong. I don't see you walking on water. Jesus did, and he wasn't wrong. So get back in the Bible. Stop playing like a five-year-old. Think for yourselves, people, and read what the Word of God has to say. How are you going to know what the Word of God says? You read it. And when somebody tells you that you're a dumb for believing in God, just laugh and go on because there are going to be mockers. There are going to be people who say, Oh, well, look at these dummies because they believe in a book that nobody else believes in. Well, here's, here's the thing. Those are the people that are going to be crying the loudest during the tribulation. Plain and simple. So, guys, I'm going to keep this pretty short, but get in your Bibles. The Lord is in control all the time. He knows what's going to happen. He knows who's going to be persecuted in the end times. He knows who's going to be put to death in the end times. Stop worrying about it. Worry is not of the Lord. Fear is not of the Lord. And if you are a Christian, you shouldn't worry or be fearful. And if you are, Get on your face before God and ask Him for comfort because the Holy Ghost of God is also called our comforter. So instead of going to somebody else or your talking groups or walking groups that everybody likes to gossip in, why don't you get in your prayer closet and you talk to the Lord about it? Because in the end, we are the Lord's. He bought us on Calvary. He paid our sin debt. He made a way. So stop going to men that don't know what they're talking about and go to the one that does know what he's talking about, the Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior. It's just ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. This world is wicked. And it will continue to get even worse as time goes on. 
And you know what? If the time comes where they say, um, if, if they start saying, uh, turn away from Jesus or die, you better believe, mark it down, I will be going to the deathbed. I, I will put it right now in plain sight, kill me. Because I am not turning away from Jesus. And you and people who are afraid of dying, get it settled now. Because whether the rapture happens today, tomorrow, or 50 years from now, if you're not raptured, you're going to die. I, I'm not going to sugarcoat it for you. You're going to die. But you're not going to die for eternity. If you believe in Christ and you're saved and born again, you will just leave this physical world and go to be with the Lord of Lord and the kings of, and the King of Kings, the Lord God Almighty, who paid the awful price for our sin. And yes, everyone is a sinner. Everyone. Everyone has sinned and come short of the glory of God. And if you think you haven't, think again, because you have. Now I'm saying this because I care. I'm saying this because I want people to come to know the Christ. I want people, I want to see the America that put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Where's that America at? Where'd that place go? I, I, I remember it, but I don't see it anymore. All I see now is a bunch of hooligans and heathens who think they know something about something and don't know squat. If you, if you don't know the Lord and you're listening to this, contact me or find a Bible-believing church and ask them. Maybe you have a Christian friend who can lead you to the Lord or show you how to, how to accept the Lord as your Savior. But if you have any questions about your salvation, don't be, afraid, don't be afraid to reach out and contact me. You can contact me at podcastingforthelord at aol.com. And if whatever questions you have, I'll be more than glad to answer. But can we all stop being retarded for a while, please? That's all I'm asking. Can we trust in the Lord and not worry about what's going to happen tomorrow? Because, hey, guess what? The Lord already knows and he has it handled. And fun fact for those that, that think that they have to micromanage everything don't you don't need to because you know what the lord's already taken care of it he's already planned in your flaws he knows he doesn't need your help at all he doesn't need your help so stop trying to for those people that want to act like god stop because you're not him and thank god for that But these politicians and these so-called doctors who think they think they know everything, what I want to know is is if they if they think they know everything, then why don't they just stop? Because once you stop learning, there's nothing else to learn. What, what where, where would be the interest? Where where would be the where would be the um, the I guess, appeal to keep doing what you're doing. Because nobody knows everything. 
There's only one person, and he's the Lord, Jesus Christ, that knows everything. He came and died for your sins on Calvary. The one that should have ever lived died so those that should have died can ever live. And if you don't believe me, read the Gospels. And the Gospels in the Bible are Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. They are the, the, the eyewitness accounts of Jesus' life. Read them. And when you don't understand them, read them again. And keep reading them. Because Jesus, he paid a huge price for us. Huge. He died for all sin. So that we might have everlasting life. And the reason is the Bible says we might have everlasting life is because the Lord's not going to force us. It's our choice. Okay? So figure it out. Get it settled in your hearts. And when all else fails, put your trust in the one that never fails. Put your trust in Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. I want to thank you all for listening to this episode. And I know I kind of got on a little tangent, but you know what? I said what I said, and I'm not taking it back. Crucify me. Shoot me in the head. Whatever you want to do. But I don't care. I'm tired of it. I'm sick of it. And I'm sick of the way everybody's acting. People want to applaud others for getting a COVID shot. Woo! It's a freaking shot. And in my opinion, you shouldn't be getting it. Because the side effects are just ridiculous. But that's just my opinion. And take it for what it's worth. But trust in the Lord. He's in control all the time. And again, thank you for listening to this podcast.